Welcome to TNC Sessions Podcast, where our desire is to bring you content to help you escape the daily madness. We hope that you enjoy today's show. Episode two of TNC Sessions. Episode two. Episode two, brother. A little late, but it's happening. We're sorry that we're a little late. It's Christian's fault, but that's okay. <laughs> we're not mad about it. We're moving on. We've yeah, got healing and forgiveness. We already and we're good. prayed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, bro? You doing good? Doing good, man. Um, just excited about this episode. I know a lot of people's looking forward to it. And by the way, talking about people. Thank you for the feedback and all the yeah. downloads of that episode, man. 89 total downloads on the first one, which was complete shock. I was expecting like Five? 20. Oh. Well, you're... I maybe. mean, with the people that we know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family I, members. Maybe, yeah, and like yeah. maybe 20, but 89. That's it's gotten out there. And, and bro, this thing got all the way to Spain. <laughs> it did. Yes. I remember Tyler asking Spain, me. man. Do you know anybody from Spain? I'm trying to imitate Tyler. Do you know anybody from Spain? <laughs> I, I mean, I think my heritage and my last name's from Spain, but do I know somebody from there? No, I don't. Yeah, but I mean, it's just wild to me. How? It's meant to be. I guess the Lord is in the works, man. Hey, and today we got a heavy one lined up. Yes. Heavy hitter. But before we get into it, let's just kind of catch up on what's been going on and yeah. How our week has been? Mine's been all right. Mine was busy. It's been busy the last two weeks. Hmm. It's been two weeks since we recorded. Yeah, yeah. Life's still wild and crazy, but here we are. Hence, no episode. Thanks to Tyler. Yeah. No, Christian's fault. Christian's fault. <laughs> That's all right. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, what my, about you, brother? Yeah, my week's been pretty good. Uh, it's just working, staying busy. Yeah. HVAC industry is just starting to pick up i have a feeling you're going to need a lot of uh be doing a lot of furnace installs here coming up so it's get pretty cold temperature yes i think sunday is supposed to drop to singles it's retarded yeah. dumb dumb that dumb groundhog <laughs> decided six more weeks of winter and um i don't know how i feel about that <clears throat> i would like a big like snowstorm to be honest I've yeah, never if it's going to be this cold it needs to snow. Just, I've never been in one. I've never seen one before. Like a blizzard? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, man. I remember being a kid. That happened all the time. Really? In yeah. Ohio? Here in yeah. Ohio? Yeah. Okay. And then you talk to, like, my my parents, and they, I mean, what I had when I was a kid isn't even compare what happened when they were when they were kids. I mean, they used to get feet like, of snow. Huh. Not just, like. Yeah, we get, like, coats now. A little. Right. A little something, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping that uh, if it's going to be this cold for this long, that we uh, it gets some, get we get some, some snow and we can build some snowmen with the with the boys. And yeah. Also, I heard from a lot of people 
regarding to my joke in the oh, first episode that people thought it was funny. See? I don't know if they thought it was funny because you couldn't get it or if they thought it was funny because I'm funny. There's probably the first two sides to that coin because I heard it was hard <laughs> to get. And I was I think the funny part was me not getting it. Dude, I've seen people. OK, a little recap from the first one. I've seen people buying the Ninja Foodies grill that I talked about with the steak. And you said that you don't like Rubbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't like to eat Rubbert. But, I, I, dude, it was crazy. Crazy. I had, first of all, I need to clarify I, about the car also. People, some people messaged me and said, Buick never made a Grand National in 91. Well, I know that. I don't know why I said that. I was born in 91. I What I meant to say was in 87. Let's just, get, let's just air out all the, all yeah, the feedback, you know? Fixing all the, all the horrors. <laughs> What about you? What'd you hear? Um, I heard that it was interesting. It was entertaining. That my accent was actually very, very, very cute. I had a lot of compliments. Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. Very. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> Let me make myself feel right and okay with it. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Make yeah. you feel better. No. No. But um, serious. Seriously, um, the first episode helped us a lot to focus and see where we were yeah. going with it and what we had to fix. Right. So the feast, the feast, the feast back, <laughs> <laughs> the feedback is, yeah. <laughs> the feedback is well appreciated. Jesus oh, this Christ. Is, not the minion. Not now. This is great. This wow. is great. Yeah. yeah. So, this is actually the stuff that I look forward to. I'm not even looking for like, I don't really care about the, the actual content. This is the, this is the gold that fun, we, uh, the laughter that we wait for um no we are uh we're officially on apple spotify google Podcasts, stitcher radio public pandora and we're on youtube brother yes so if you're listening to us on apple or spotify or google Podcasts or stitcher or radio public or any of the other ones go follow our uh subscribe to our youtube TNC sessions. The first episode is on there. There's actually no video. We're working on a camera shot. Yes. Currently, we're trying to figure that out. Uh, I think I've got something nailed down, and we might be able to get actual video of us recording these things um, and get that on the YouTube. But the episode is there as well. So get on the YouTube, hit the subscribe button, ring that bell. Absolutely. Like the first video. Go comment that you don't like Robert. <laughs> We're thinking about making that some merch. I'm uh, probably going to make a t-shirt that has a quote. I don't. It just says Lamborghini. <laughs> I don't want a piece of Robert or Lamborghini. Matter of fact, I will leave that up to the how, audience. How about how about the, the first shirt we make is, is an actual genie bottle. And the smoke that's coming out of like where it looks like the genie would come it's out like of a the bottle. You no, know, it just says Lamborghini. Oh, I like it. I like it, man. Good idea. So for for the creators out there that are going to listen to this, take note, make it happen. We'll pay for it. Yeah, hopefully, we'll (laughs) figure it out. Anyways, don't forget to like our Facebook page, share it, share the podcast. We will appreciate 
your guys' part on this. This is a team effort from you guys and from us to you. We'll give you good content. We expect you guys or hope you guys like it and share it. Yes, absolutely. We love you, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. With that being said, hmm. TNC Sessions, episode number two, Tattoos and Religion. Yeah. Oh, the I wish, beast I wish of you, religion. I, I wish you guys, I mean, I wish we had a camera, because if you guys could see our faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, this one, uh, I've been, when Christian and I have been talking about it, when we've been talking about it, I, there's nothing, since I gave my life to the Lord, uh, there's nothing that I love more. There's nothing, one, there's nothing that I love more than, than Jesus. Like, I love Amen. Jesus, right? Yes. The second thing I love to do is get the religious crowd just rowdy. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. completely rowdy about something challenging, some ideals and things that really aren't the Lord. You know? Uh, I think a lot of people don't come to church because people. Yes. Because they've seen uh, things in the church. Um, they've seen people act a certain way. And what's sad is, but is not true, is they they look at those people and they define God by the actions or the words of people. And before we get into the, the tattoo side of this thing, what I do want to say is... Uh, for those of you that ha- that have listened or might listen, um, God is not people. Jesus is not 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 normal people. Jesus lived as a perfect human being. Correct. He was fully God and fully man, and he loved people unconditionally. And that's who our God is. And to you, you it's it's not valid to view God through that lens. We have to, hopefully, after today, we break that stigma that the judgments of people, specifically church people, uh, would we would, in a way, bring light to help you understand that, that that's not God. Uh, some right. of those things aren't the Lord. And, um, and so I'm excited to talk about this because I have tattoos. We both have tattoos. Yeah. We like our tattoos. Absolutely. It's part of who I am. It's a yes, it's a part of who we are. Um, and uh and I'm excited to talk about it. And I think it's very important also that we help you guys understand we're not trying to make uh like set it in stone that what we believe in is what you should believe in. This is just right. our point of view. This is what we have come to understand with our relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and um, we will give scripture. Yes, absolutely. We're going to talk through the Bible with the Bible and uh, we're going to pray right. before we start. Yeah. So we are not full of ourselves on this. Yeah. Uh, we really right. want to share the truth and uh, yeah, we want to, we want to honor, honor the Lord. Absolutely. Um, above all else, we want to honor the Lord. And, uh, and hopefully help some people who have stayed away from God. Let's be marked. That their heart would be 
opened back up to God and to the Lord um, to show forth his, his love and, and his care for his people. Amen. So I'm going to pray, and then we'll get into it. <clears throat> Father, we just thank you for this podcast. We ask that you would continue to take it wherever you want to take it. May we always glorify you in everything that we do. May we bring forth truth and not just speak mainly on our opinions and our ideals, but we would speak forth the truth of your word, and that it would change our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, bro. Hit, hit me with it. You, you go ahead and start, and then I'll follow up behind you. All right. I'm going to start basic with my thoughts and what I feel in my heart. I don't want to yeah. <laughs> make it big and, and, and huge anyways. Uh, tattoos. Let's start there, and then we'll get into religion yeah. as we go. Or do you want to start with religion? No, first? no, no. Gonna talk, let's talk about tattoos. Okay. Uh, markings, ink, pain. <laughs> it's a process, guys. You just don't wake up and say, I want a tattoo. You have to like them. The, you have to understand a tattoo. You have to have meaning behind a tattoo to get to the point where you're actually getting the tattoo. It's a process. It's not it, should, it should have meaning. Yes. It should have meaning. <laughs> it should. <laughs> the reason why we are being specific about this is because me, myself, and I. No, I have one too. Well, that's true. Yes, but I have many. Yeah, before (laughs) before I met Jesus, where I where you know, before I was where we where he wanted me to be, um, I got a bunch of tattoos, meaningless. You think about it. I have a bunch of things that I literally had to make up meanings to them, so they would fit on this new person that accepted Jesus as his savior that had started this walk because. Um, I just didn't want it to be this Christian that had no meaning on this, the ink that had on his skin. Um, anyways, uh, a bunch of it happened on my early youth. If uh, I can say that I'm about to be 30 soon. So early youth, yeah. I'm talking about maybe like 16, mm-hmm. my teens. Yeah. And, um, when I got my first tattoo, it's kind of funny and sad at the same time. Were you 16 when you got your first tattoo? Yes. So was I. Dude. Crazy, right? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you how, how I was able to get it. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So um, my first tattoo was my name initials. My name is Christian Cadiz. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lopez. It's your, it's, your, it's your name? It has something to do with your name? Your first tattoo? Initials? Yeah. Yeah. It's my name. Right, but your first. So what I'm saying is, your first tattoo had to do with something of your name. Okay, so was mine. So we fir- we both we're Whoa. finding something else. <laughs> we're finding something out about each other right now that we wow. didn't know. So we both got our first tattoo at 16, and both had of our first tattoo. Our names. It was in relation to our name somehow. Interesting, crazy. Yeah. So my tattoo was right on the pelvic area. Okay. Reason why is because mommy and daddy could not see my tattoo because I was gonna get whooped if they <laughs> find out <laughs> if they find out that I had a tattoo. So I was sixteen, yeah, feeling like uh, you know, a superstar because I had a tattoo that nobody could see. A rebel, because I, <laughs> I had a tattoo that nobody could see. Yeah, and um, 
again, trying to prove a point. I was trying to be slick. I was yeah. trying to hide things right. from my parents that mm-hmm. always told me and taught me that a tattoo was not part of a Christian mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. or part of a walk yeah. with Christ. What was their basis on that? Their basis? Yeah, like... I, we come from a Hispanic culture. Yeah. And uh, Hispanic culture tend to be very, 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 very religious. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Pretty sure they pull out the verse in Leviticus. Read that verse. Uh, wow, for sure. Absolutely. I have it right here with me. And I'm going to read. Uh, sorry. My English, guys. Accent. Sorry. Anyways. New International Version. Okay. Just because it's a little clearer on what I have to bring. Mm-hmm. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28. Yep. Says, do not cut your bodies for the dead. Or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. So, when... Pretty clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. Super clear. Don't cut your skin. Do yeah. not get tattoos. Right. Says the Bible. It's not Christian. On it's the not surface. not God-like. On the surface, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, they just pull the verse out of the, the Bible. Bible says this. So, you're in sin. You're sinning. Mm-hmm. You're a sinner. Right. You got a tattoo. You're yeah. going to hell. Liter- that's literally what they were they were saying to me. What That's what they were telling you? Yes. Really? Of course, I had to go through the process of forgiveness and have mm-hmm. them heal that wound because their son got a tattoo that hurt them right. more than it hurt me. Yeah. Because I was not being obedient to something that they pull out of the Bible without context. Right. Out of context. Yeah. To have a pretext to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Have something to hit me with, right? Um, and that was about it. After that one, I got about six more. Is that how many you have total? No, I have thirteen. You have thirteen? Yes. Uh, so I let's just go with you. Seven. I think I have six or seven. I'm gonna just pause there and yeah, start with your story. Um, so I, I actually, <clears throat> I got my first tattoo when I was sixteen as well. It was my last name. On the back of my right arm, the very stereotypical teenage, uh, at least with the friend, like with the people that I grew up, is that was like what a lot of people did, and a lot of people made fun of it. But I didn't care. I thought I was the man. I mean, I thought I was the man, dude. And I got this thing before football practice started in the summer, so I'm out there in my cutoff with my tattoo running down the back yeah. of my arm. I felt like the dude. Nice. Um, I can picture you just running with the Tyler up and <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, so <clears throat> my dad has a couple tattoos, and so I, I was pushing him when I started getting into my teenage years, but I wanted a tattoo. And um, actually, I think I was 15. I don't remember. It was 15, 16. I don't remember. But close um, enough. He told me this was the stipulation for me to, for him to let me get the tattoo. Uh, I had to be able to bench 225 pounds. You're kidding. 225 pounds. So <clears throat> I went through workouts, football workouts, lifting workouts, and uh, I worked myself up to that, and I hit that max. And um, my dad went to the football coach because I went home and told my dad I did it. My dad went to the football coach and asked him if, it, if I was lying. He's like, no, he did it. He maxed it out. 
it wasn't a couple weeks later I went and got got that tattoo. So at 16, and, and, and the thing is, what a lot of people don't know that that don't have tattoos, tattoos are extremely addicting. It is. Like extremely addicting. Um, I don't know why. But like after that, I, I, it's a good thing. It's probably a good thing. It's masochist. I like the pain. Yeah. The, it's probably a good thing that I didn't get um, my tattoo when I was 18. Because if I could have went on my own and got them done, not have to have like a sign off or anything like that, I probably would be covered in them right now. Hmm. Um, and a bunch of unnecessary ones probably. So, um, but all of my tattoos, but one have a positive meaning but i have one that has a negative meaning we'll talk about that in a little bit but what i want to get back to is christian i want you to uh when we talked about this i want you to go back and explain to me explain to our audience uh that verse in leviticus 19 what the lord was talking about Hmm. what he was telling his people uh when he told them not to do that well um i'm not too much of a bookworm i just recently started reading the bible through and uh Starting to be on a relationship with the Lord on a more closer range, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, so when we decided to have these tattoos and religion topic, I said, you know what? I want to go to that one verse. I want to go to Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28. Read it. But I, I want to understand what it means. Why? was on the Old Testament telling us not to cut our skin, not to get tattoos. Because it's easy for somebody to go to you and tell you, Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28 says, do not cut your skin, do not get a tattoo. You got a tattoo, you're sinning because you're going against the word. Right. And I'm like making quotations, like yeah, quotes, mm-hmm. signs with my fingers. But before you get to that one verse, there's 27 other ones. And before that, there's 19 other, uh, 18 other chapters. Just in Leviticus, yeah. Yes, that connect to what's going on on this precise moment. Now, uh, if you're a Christian, you know that Leviticus is talking about Moses. It's talking about um, the book of the law. Correct. Yeah. It's talking about the Ten Commandments. There's a lot of things happening. But before I make this general statement of what's going on and why this verse was put there, just the one before, the 27, says, Do not cut the hair at the side of your head. Said the hair. Sorry. The hair. Don't cut your hair. Do not cut the hair at the sides of your head. Or clip off the edges of your beard. Right. So what is why is the twenty eight any different from the twenty seven? Good point. Why do we still go to the barbershop? Right. Cut right. our hairs. Yeah. Get the trim, you know, the, mm-hmm. the beard trim off. Mm-hmm. Why is that any different from the cutting and the tattoos? Right. Are we being picky about what we fight about? And what we want to pick a fight for about for about? See, I like not to get into the religion part too early, but I like to mess with people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I tell them Jesus has a tattoo. Now I'm not being, uh, smarty sacrilegious and I'm not, I'm not 
I'm not saying this to be dishonoring towards the Lord because I love him with all of my being and I fear him. Amen. But, and this is what I told my wife too, when we, when we first started dating and she was asking me about my tattoos and everything else. And I was like, you know, Jesus has a tattoo. It's like, no, he doesn't. Go to Revelation. Why would you say that? And I'm like, Revelation 19, uh, 1916. It says he had, and he has on his robe and on his thigh written on his thigh, not his, not a sleeve, not a sash. It's on his robe and on his thigh. It's written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm being funny. And at the end of it, I, I'm really just being funny to, to, yeah. to mess with people. But I, and I'm not trying to pervert the word or manipulate the word to justify actions because that can be very dangerous. Yes. Um, but what I am saying is we've got to be able to take the word, the whole word, and try our best to interpret what God is saying and what God is meaning. So back to what you were, yes. what you were saying. So when you go back to Leviticus, um, you know, even the one before that, the 26, do not eat any meat with the blood still in it. Well, I sinned that week. I had my medium rare steak. So, yeah, yeah, ping is okay. Blood, we can <laughs> we can talk about it. But then, then again, people want to be picky about what we fight right. for. Yeah. Anyways, so get into get into why he said when the Lord said about not cutting yourself. When the Lord speaks to Moses and gives this specific instruction to the people of Israel, this is a little bit after they had been freed from Pharaoh. And they've been on this process of 40 years on yeah. in the desert, on Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, people need to understand when the people of Israel, the chosen people of the Lord, were freed. They were not just people from Israel. There were other people mixed in within them. Yeah, this There's people that are from different cultures within the chosen people right so throughout this process when they're in the desert these other people have their beliefs their practices and uh they were called pagans right. most of most of them were pagans right were worshiping statues people that were Trees. pushing correct all kinds of stuff uh so these pagans these people that were not the chosen people people of god were practicing cutting their skin when people would die as a sign of worship and whatever. Mm-hmm. I was not there, so I can't speak the details. But on top of just cutting their skins, they were also tattoo their skins mm-hmm. as part of their worship ritual. Right. God was telling Moses, tell my people, the people that I have chosen to be saints, like I am saint, yeah. to not do what they're doing. Because they don't have to do that to get to me. Right. Because I'm their Lord. Because I am already their yeah. Lord. Right. They don't have to worship me by cutting their skin or getting tattoos like these other people are doing it. And right. this process of the desert was to literally purge mm-hmm. all this stuff out of the people of God. Right. It took something that could have happened in four days. I think it took 40 years. Right. Something uh, like that. Yeah, I don't, like exactly don't want to be specific. Yeah. I don't want to add to the word. Was supposed to. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. add words to the word of God, but... It was supposed to be a quick cross to the desert, through mm-hmm. the desert, mm-hmm. but it took 40 years. And if you read 
generations were passing in those 40 years right. to get to the point where the people that was remaining or the new mm -hmm. blood, if you can say that, yeah, was closer to the mold or the image that God wanted on them to be as their people. That makes sense. Right. So, yeah, when Leviticus says, don't cut your skin, don't get tattoos, it's not for you to pull it out of there and slam it in the face of somebody that just walk. Right. Yep. This walk of Christianity. And and what's what's crazy is, you know, Paul said, I've become all things to all men that I might reach some. And true. Um, but then he does go on to say that he did not compromise in sin to reach those people. Mm. He still walked in holiness. And um, the Bible says that without holiness, no man shall see God. And the issue is, is the church, especially the American church, has taken this idea of holiness and made it about what's on the outside only. It's only about the behavior that happens outwardly, and we don't really challenge the motive of the heart. We don't challenge the the private life of the people that that you know that are that are leaders and. And again, and I'm not trying to bring condemnation on those people because I've messed up. I, I have I have messed up multiple times and still continue to mess up. And I continually need God's grace and forgiveness in my life Amen. to walk out what he has for me. But I cannot, I absolutely cannot look at the behavior and the, the decisions of those who do not purposefully seek after the Lord. I cannot place a holy... Uh, a holy mindset on the one who has not been redeemed by the blood of Christ, who has not accepted the Lord as Savior and Lord. And it's it's an error of me. Honestly, if we have that mindset and we look at those people, I'm being exactly who the Pharisees were being in the day that Jesus walked the earth. More often than not, you found Jesus with the ones that were cast out, with the ones that were stuck in sin, That's with true. the ones who needed redemption. He said, I did not come for the healthy, but for the sick. That's true. And they missed Jesus, the Pharisees and, and the scribes, the religious people of the day, missed God in flesh because they were stuck in their tradition hmm. and stuck in their own way. And And again, I'm not giving a license for us to live in sin because the right. Bible says that if we've been washed by his blood, we have been cut off from the sin nature and greasy grace. The church, the American church has taught that grace is enablement for us to live in our sin and still be right before God. But that's not grace. That's not biblical grace. Biblical grace is empowerment to stay away from sin. Okay. And anything in my life, once I've given my life to the Lord, and this is where I'm talking, to, we're talking about with uh, my my young adults right now, is that when I gave my life to Him, I lost my rights. Hmm. I lost my rights because He bought me, and He didn't buy me with silver, her silver or gold, but He bought me with the blood. with His precious blood. Mm -hmm. And so my rights, my own decision making, my own purpose, my own dreams—they've all died. My life is died. Colossians 3 says, for you've died and your life's now hidden in Christ. 
And what we need is for Christian leaders to die to themselves, die to their own agendas, and die to their own ideas of holiness. And let me say something. A suit does not define you as holy. Okay? Wear your suit. If that's your conviction, I'm not condemning you for your conviction to, to wear your suit on right. Sunday morning, but don't look at someone else who doesn't have that same conviction. That That's nowhere in the Bible, by the way, mm-hmm. that doesn't have that same conviction and tell them that they're in error because they don't look a certain way and they don't dress a certain way. And that's why a lot of people don't come to church because mm-hmm. they don't want, they don't have that idea. God's not pulled on their heart in that way to honor him in that way. If God has told you that the way I want you to honor me is wear your suit and your, your nice dress, do those things. I'm not telling you that you need to look sloppy. I'm not telling you that you need to, uh, you know, not look covered. Right. Modest. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Um, I but again, it doesn't, it doesn't, those things don't make you holy. That it's a personal treat with you and the Lord. doesn't right. mean that it has to apply to everybody else. Here's the thing that I hear most from people. Well, don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost? A hundred percent. It is. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of me. And I should do everything I can to take care of this, this body. But we don't talk about the crap that we eat. The crap that we put in our body right. by by eating this garbage, the pop that we you know we don't talk about that stuff, but you know we want to talk about again we have to know, we want I mean? to be specific right about so, the things that we don't like or don't want. And again, that verse is pulled out of context in First Corinthians fifteen. Uh, no, in First Corinthians six, in in verse eighteen down to verse twenty, where Paul says that he says flee. He's talking to the Corinthians, and they've got a sex problem going on in their church. They got some immorality happening in their, in their church, some sexual immorality hmm. in their church. And he writes to them and he says, flee from sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. Hmm. Okay. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Wow. Crazy, right? Verse 19, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. What he's telling them is, is when you commit sexual immorality, and what we find out sexual immorality is on in the new covenant, on this side of Christ having died on the cross and rose for us, it, the law said if you commit adultery, hmm. right? Jesus said if you even look on a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. That's true. So grace elevates the, the standard of our life, mm-hmm. does not lower the standard of our life. My tattoos, and a lot of them I got after I got saved, hmm. glorify the Lord. I have, uh, I can't remember exactly what the word is to define define what what I got I can't remember it's been a long time but it's one word and it can be read in two different ways from either direction so in one direction it says hope in the opposite direction it says faith but it's one tattoo nice I have praying hands and a cross on the on my ribs with the date that my grandfather passed away I got it a couple days after he had passed away uh, to remind myself from family that's told me that he loved his bible that he loved the Lord 
and to commemorate him. On my arm, I have the line of Judah. Hmm. I have coordinates. Treasure. Latitude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's where treasure is. Something like that. I have I have coordinates on my wrist that me my entire me and my entire family have that is where it was our childhood home hmm. where we all grew up. I have a tattoo that me, my brother, and sister have that says perfect things come in threes in Latin. Nice. Um, this one, even though I hate it the most because it's the most ugly on my body, but it speaks the loudest about what God has done in my life mm. is this nasty star on my elbow. We call it a Vulcan star. It's nasty. It's crooked. Hmm. The skin on my elbow is so rough that the ink wouldn't actually take into my skin. So it's just white. It, 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 it wouldn't go in. Yeah, and this dude, hit, he hit my, th and this one hurt bad. This one hurt me. Like, Soft spot. Ooh, buddy. Right in the funny bone area. Yeah, it was hurting. But I got it at a time in my life where I was in an extremely dark place. Extremely dark place. Like, Lost what I thought I knew, and this was after I got saved. And I get, I went and go and get this tattoo in an extremely dark place, and it's a testament to God bringing me out of that dark place. Now I didn't get the tattoo to communicate that, right? But it reminds me, even though I don't like it, it reminds me from where from where God brought me from. Yeah. So they all mean something. They all honor the Lord in one way or another. And my last name, I'm I'm proud to be who I am. I look at my life. I the one that the first tattoo I got, I look back at my life and I'm proud from where I came from. I'm I'm proud of of how I was raised, to respect people, to work hard, to go after what I what I want and what I desire and and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, and I mean it's very important that we understand this. And this is what I believe. When you accept Jesus Christ, he becomes your savior. He, he becomes your everything. He becomes your father, your redeemer, your strength, your love, your, your forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Everything about you becomes Jesus, becomes your life. Your life, correct. Right. There is a process of... And again, we here believe in relationship. We do not believe in religion. Right. You start relating with your, with your father. You start connecting with your father. If you call yourself a Christian and you have, you're working towards it or you have already achieved the relationship that you want with the Lord, you know that the Lord will talk to you. Will, I call it conviction. The Holy Ghost will convict you and when you are doing things that are not according to the word or according to a Christian life, right. um, you know, sometimes, um, just an example, I'm going to kind of go the other way for a second. Um, me personally, when I'm watching a movie now, after these changes that have started happening mm -hmm. in my life, mm -hmm. when they go to this, like, start ins insinuating, is that a word? Insinuate. Yeah, it's a word. 
Okay, so Insinuating anyways, when they started like things. building up to like a yeah. sexual right point on the movie, mm-hmm. I'm already feeling weird about it. Right. Like before understanding how serious this situation is, how we're normalizing the, today's days having these things on TV. Yeah. Can cause in your marriage, in right. your life, in your spiritual life. Um in the past I wouldn't care, but now I start feeling weird about it. Those are the kind of things that the Holy Ghost right. the Holy Spirit, yeah, does in your life. He'll you start speaking to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so you, I know I should not be watching this because mm-hmm. it can contaminate that relationship that I'm right already building with the Lord. And the point is you would know when you are a Christian and for any reason decide to get a tattoo. Let it be for outreach because you want to have a verse of the Bible in your skin that helps other right. understand or maybe yeah. read a, a, a verse of the Bible for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, let it be to remember someone. someone right? Because you're loved or because this person is special for you. Let it be because it, it is your favorite place in the world and you got a little <laughs> Japanese flag or something. That would, be, <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I love Japan. I've never been, by the way. I want to be there. Anyways. Yeah, you want to go? Yes. Um, what I'm trying to get to is you would know if what you're doing is right or wrong before yeah. somebody else tells you that what you're doing is wrong. Right. If your heart is is in humility before the Lord and brokenness before the Lord and want to walk in the rightness that he has, then, yeah, now, those things will start to change. What I'm trying to get to, before me getting to this understanding, I was... I don't feel like in my life I've been to very, very dark areas and, and seasons. Mm-hmm. But when I got my tattoos, um, I was just ignorant. I was a rebel. I wanted to prove points to people. But the most thing is, and this could be another topic, but the importance of, of the importance of listening the voice of Christ and not the voice of people. Right. Reason is like on Christ we know we have identity. We're mm-hmm. called sons and daughters. Right. He calls us mine. You're mine. We're, we're his. Yeah. When you don't listen to that and you're listening to everything around people, friends, family, you start picking up on what they're calling you. Uh, I'll explain because you're looking at me like, where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I was growing up, I was always like all over the place. And, uh, my mom used to say, ah, Chris, you're crazy. My dad would be like, son, you're crazy. For whatever thing I used to do, you're crazy. You're crazy. Got to the point where I believed it. I'm crazy. I can do whatever I want. So yeah, right. to prove points, because I was crazy, mm-hmm. I would do any stupid thing that I would think of. Yeah. And well, most of my tattoos, I'm not going to get in details, but most of my tattoos where that just me trying to put proof not put proof that what they were calling me was accurate at that point at that time was kind of messing up with my identity i had right. no identity yeah um and identity is everything absolutely because what you believe about yourself is going to shape the way that you make decisions 100 mm-hmm. percent. so i started with tattoos that back then had no meaning. I mean, they had meaning. It's not like I did a straight line and that's it. Um, I have the word hope and 
and love in Chinese that look like uh, pancake that went wrong on my thigh. <laughs> what? <laughs> For real? If I yeah, if you look at that, it does not look like a Chinese letter, but it's supposed to be one. I have my mom's <laughs> birth date, my my mom's name and birthday in my tie. Maria. My mom's name is Maria. Yeah. Her birthday. On your thigh? Yes. Yeah. And I always forget. <laughs> so I <laughs> always on, forget to call her on her birthday and say, Oh, man, you just proved her point. Happy birthday. I have something that is supposed to be a moon with musical notes. It looks like a, like a weird circle line with something in there. It is not what I intended it to look like. But then again, they all have meaning. It's just... The person right. who did them had no experience. Ah. Uh, and this yeah. is just to be a little funny about the topic, but the person that bought it, bought it off of eBay, had never made a tattoo before, said, can I practice on your leg? No. Yes. So my right leg, it's a canvas for a noob. No, dude. Yes. Really? Absolutely. It doesn't get there. It doesn't stop there. I have the <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah. I have the word future on my ribs. Why? I want to think it's because I was not afraid of it. Yeah. Of the future. Right. So I, w I was trying to be brave about it. You know, I'm not afraid of tomorrow. So I want to have the word on mm -hmm. my ribs on Hebrew. You have the word future in Hebrew tattooed on your ribs. Yeah, And I, I'm showing Tyler right now. So he understands nice. what I'm talking about. Okay, I got you. Wow. A couple of years after. Not even then. A couple of years after. I was curious and went to Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Type future. Translated it to Hebrew. Looks like it. But yeah. it's not it. Mm. So I don't know what it says. But then again, when you when you when you reach this point of yeah. you know, in your life, right. I'm I'm just like Todd. I'm glad from where the Lord pulled me out right. and placed me yeah. on this time of my life. Because mm -hmm. if it would have been for him, and all glory to God. I don't know where I, I would have been. I don't know. You don't know where you'd be? Uh, Me either, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a Batman on my Falling back. Apart, probably. I have a Batman on my back. Batman. Where is she? <laughs> where is she? <laughs> <laughs> because dude, they don't make they don't make superhero movies. At least the DC ones. They don't make those that good anymore. The Dark Knight was the best, man. The best. I, this was on TV the other day, and I was telling Brent, I'm like, that they, best Joker ever. Those movies, Heath Ledger, were the best, dude. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So good. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, But yeah, I mean, there is a process in life, and people that have gotten tattoos outside of the Lord are not to be condemned by anybody. Correct. At all. Correct. Not a pastor, not a preacher, not an evangelist, not a teacher, nobody but God. He's the only person that can judge, and trust me, he's loving them more than we we could. There's uh, a <clears throat> the cool thing about this with tattoos specifically. I had uh, someone come up to me, actually call me and ask me about my tattoos uh, specifically. Uh, someone that had tattoos that just recently gave their life to the Lord, hmm. uh, and they have a bunch of tattoos and. Um, and they do tattoos as well. And secretly, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna hit you up. I might have to do something." But um, you're my homie now, huh? She, they were asking me 
you know, I believed about him. And this is what I this is what I ultimately believe and what we're what we're getting to. Tattoos are a personal conviction Correct. between you and the Lord. Now my wife doesn't have any, doesn't feel it's right, will never get one. Okay. Right? I don't look at her different. She don't look at me different. Obviously, we're married. If we did, we'd have some problems. Ooh. But, no, I'm saying, like, we would have, there would be a tension there. There'll that, be some heat. Yeah. Um. But, so, I, I was telling this person, I was like, you know, because they have some that they, that don't, that aren't godly. Mm-hmm. And so, they didn't know what to do about them. And I was like, well, you can. You can cover, cover up. them up. Absolutely. Yeah, you can get them covered up with something. Um, but what I don't ultimately want you to feel is that you're distanced from God because you have something that's not glorifying to him on your body. It's different. Your love, his love is not restricted from you because you have that those tattoos. Um, and I, and, and I asked this person, I said, you know, before you gave your life to the Lord, were you worried about your tattoos ever? They're like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, well, this is this is communicating that he's changing your heart, that you're being sensitive mm. to the leading of his spirit. That's good. To make decisions differently. That's good. doesn't make the decisions that you made in the past wrong because all of those can be redeemed by his blood. Amen. But I did tell her, I said, "Oh, so it's a her." Yeah, it's a her. Yeah, yeah. we're getting to the name because I want the phone no, number I'm to not, get more. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I did tell this person, this this, this lady, I said, um, "Since you do tattoos, I would be really selective about what you tattoo. Mm. Don't tattoo something that's demonic, something that's not right. honoring to the Lord, something that's you know questionable or that 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 will compromise what you believe. Not 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 compromising the fact that you know." That will challenge, you know, what you believe. That you that you don't, un- by fear of the Lord, want to put something on someone else's body that they might end up regretting later. Right. Um. You know that th- there's there's ways to honor the Lord in everything that we do, and um. You know the the one thing that that keeps coming to my mind is, uh, oh, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. We might, maybe we might another, talk about that, that maybe another, another day, but. Um, this is where I'm going to finish off with this and then I'll let you say whatever you yep. have to say, but that's fine. Um, the issue is, is that the church has told people they need to clean up before they come to God. And I'm here to tell you that that's impossible. You'll never be able to clean up to get to God. If we could clean up, if we could fix our sin. We wouldn't need God. True. But the glorious news of the gospel, and I hope that you've made it through this far because this is the most important point. The glorious news of the gospel is that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. When we were still stuck in our sin, when he knew that there might be some of us who don't make that decision to come back to him, to come to him and accept him, he still chose to die for us. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, the Bible yeah. says. And we were that joy. The possibility, not 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 if, or, or not not that it was a hundred percent sure that every single person that he died for, because he died for all, 
That's true. It's not selective. He died for everyone. He died for the world. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the cosmos and everything that exists in it that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is the Lord that we serve. Not the Lord, not the God that people have portrayed to you and not the God that a church has portrayed to you if it's not love, unconditional love. Mm -hmm. We all have our shortcomings. We all have our mistakes and we all have our failures. And that's why God's grace and forgiveness is always there. But again, don't let people keep you from the Lord, from the love that God wants to pour out over your life because of their own issues. Those issues don't define God. God is perfect. God is go. holy. He's love. The That's Bible good. said says that God is love. And we only love him because he first chose to love us. Mm -hmm. That's it, man. That's what it's all about. I'm speechless. I'm about to speechless. start crying here and have church. We're about to have church up in here. Listen, this is my last share of tonight. Personal conviction. Everything. If you ask me, are tattoos good or bad, Christian? What do you believe in? I can say they are. I can't say they are. It's not biblical. I, I don't have a way as a Christian to prove to you that getting a tattoo is a problem. Now, hear me out. I'm not saying that because biblically, somebody cannot prove to you that it's wrong. It means that you're allowed to. And because you're allowed to, you're going to go and just live how you want, live how you want or go all out. And next thing you know, last Sunday I saw you, you were a beautiful person. And the following Sunday, you have 20 words on your face. You have like a owl on your neck and, you know, no, God is a God of order. And if you're in a relationship with the Lord, it means that you're living your life in order. That is not order. You know, order means that you are being, again, modest about the things that you do because you're considering right. the Lord and those that are going to see you through your testimony yeah, and your way of life. Right. And uh, I think our target audience with this message, I would love if you share this message because there are there are people that are hurting there are people that have missed on the opportunity to connect with the lord because right. of people and religion and that was our target audience tonight people that walked through the doors of the church heavy with a broken heart right with a massive need for jesus right and somebody said well when when you cover up your tattoos, when you take off your piercings, when, when clean you, up your act. Yes. When when you don't come with this crazy looking mohawk, when you don't have dreadlocks, then right. you can reach Jesus. That's a lie. It is. You know, um, it's amazing to see sometimes how you can see God in people like this more than you can see God right. in the person that said you have to change right so what a show dude i hope we were clear enough yes through the word with the word and uh, 
May you, guys... you walk in personal conviction. Amen. And this, That's the aim. The goal is through prayer, relationship with the Father. Right. And I'm pretty Absolutely. sure if you get to that, he'll show you. The All reply. right, bro. That was awesome. Dude. We're almost at an hour. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's amazing. And I'm pretty sure there's like a bunch of loose ends that we can always just pick up another topic out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it was all tattoos. So good. So good. All oh. right. If you've made it this far, we appreciate you listening. Yes. We pray Thank that you. you be blessed. May God change your life. See you in the next one. This is TNC Sessions. We thank you for listening to today's episode. You can catch us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Catch you in the next one.